Hi, beloved one. Welcome. I am Drasmin, and this is the podcast, the Human Experience Podcast. This week, I am sharing quantum insight into the shadow of being in the human experience. Now, what is the shadow? So the definition of shadow is a partial darkness or an obscurity of shape and form within a particle in space, within a part of space that is blocked from a source of light. And if you think about it, the light is coming from the sun. And then you're standing outside looking up at the sun in a safe way. And then, oh, you look back and there is a shadow behind you. How does this apply internally? Because if the light exists, the sun is there, and then our form is creating the shadow externally, then there's something going on internally as well. Because as within, so without. There's things happening inside that are known and understood and unknown and not understood. And the shadow is basically internally those aspects within self that are labeled as inappropriate or they are the darker side of the personality because they are considered by the current societal norms as negative impulses and emotions. Now, the shadow exists because of the light. So when the light comes, the shadow exists. So they exist because of and because of and for each other. So to only focus on the light, to only focus on what's easy and acceptable and um, more welcome in certain circles of society over others creates a division within self because full expression of self is not welcome. Now, some examples of the shadow are a neurodivergence. It could be uh, certain impulses and behaviors that are challenging for another being to understand. It could be a hypersensitivity. It could be a neurological deformation. It could be an anatomical um, disability. It could be a variety of things. It could be something that's physical and or mental and or emotional and or spiritual and or creative. Now, I have been doing a series on this 
podcast called The Woman's Being Story, and I have been sharing words that have been used at, towards, and about me in this form that I am in, this female form in this human timeline. And I talk there more about how words have so much power, and I dive into how specific words have created certain um, deep wells of despair that are feeding the depression and disease of our world in the current now. So if you're interested and you haven't taken a peek into those, I invite you to do so. I also just, um, I also offer here note that in some of these episodes are triggering experiences or what I have learned to be triggering experiences in this human experience. And these are experiences that are not new and have been happening for a very long time. And I am bringing them to light in the hope of empowerment and healing and wholeness of our world through solidarity and presence and empowerment. So back to today's topic and this week's share and what tarot and oracle cards would be pulled for for each of the elemental signs is the aspect of the shadow. So the shadow is not a negative or an evil thing. It's just hidden from the light. And what is creating the shadow is self. You're standing there, the light's coming in, and then there's a shadow and, oh wait, you're causing the shadow or another object is causing the shadow. And in the human experience, the shadow that we cast on ourselves and the shadow that is cast by other objects, other beings around us can get a little mixed up, especially if the child, you did not receive guidance or support or any kind of healthy uh, tools to reconcile these aspects of self. So the shadow is really the empowered energy within you that hasn't been brought to light. And it can absolutely be unlike anyone else because you are the only you. And that's ultimately the wisdom here is you are the only you, you are the one and only one who will ever have your perspectives, your experiences, your feelings, your ideas, your interpretations, you know, you are a self and you are also a self within a greater whole, just like a puzzle piece in itself complete and yet part of this greater puzzle, this greater picture that is the tapestry, the fabric, the 
image the consciousness of our being within this human experience on the earth plane with other puzzle pieces, other beings, other elements, other forms. And so every single one of us creates a shadow and we are all existing together and the shadow is often in the dark, in the unseen and is only recognized through feeling, through emotion. And yet the emotional intelligence has been greatly cut, shall I say, away from our education system. And so my intention with this week's news for each sign in the elemental zodiac wheel is to bring insight on a shadow guide, a shadow aspect that is showing up for you in this current now that is not allowing you to progress into greater joy, greater states of bliss. And that is ultimately the whole point of working with the shadow and reconciling these quote unquote negative and positive aspects of you. And all right, there are definitely qualities that exist that are extremely challenging and difficult to understand and navigate. And there is always a lens to look at self from another person's perspective as well. So it's about when we coexist in this world together taking ownership of self, recognizing where we have created our own shadows, recognizing where we have taken on other people's perceptions of us and labels ultimately of self and made that a reality that is not true. And this leads to just greater courage, greater security within self, greater understanding and love for self and thus for another because love begins from within when we love ourselves we are more able to love beings around us in that space of unconditional healthy love and when we are feeling grounded and connected and love and loved we can then thrive and exist be in the human experience in greater states of bliss not to say that pain and challenge is going to go away but when we have awareness accountability and acceptance and then that ripples out and grows into a community of loving acceptance what a beautiful way we can exist in the world honoring of both the light and shadow so that is my brief insight intuitive and from years of experience doing shadow work into what the shadow is and i will close this brief share and switch over into the individual shadow guides for each sign of, in the zodiacal wheel with sharing my shadow elements that I have discovered and continue to empower within me. Now I will 
share three to keep this brief. So my first is joy, interestingly enough. And joy for me is something that was suppressed as a child. I was not well received, shall I say, for finding so much humor and joy in life. I was misinterpreted as making fun of another being when that from my sight as a child and often as an adult as well is not to laugh at the other being but simply because I'm seeing a hilarity in this experience that is childlike in nature that is just innocent that's just choosing to laugh at the absurdity of being in the human experience and how impermanent everything is and I've always understood this from remembrance that everything is impermanent here one moment gone the next and pain is extremely real absolutely and there are moments to pause and be in reverence of pain of grief and sorrow and to honor the feelings that come up within self and within another and there is laughter and joy and pleasure in being in the human experience and I did not have the words to express this as a young child because I was born in the human experience and wasn't born with the way I speak now it's been years in cultivation and clearing away the rubble within myself of what is true joy and what is insult in the guise of joy. My second shadow that I share with you is this whole idea of being a martyr. And martyr is about self-sacrificing, sacrificing my joy in this case, or sacrificing my authenticity, which, you know, that inadvertently led to creating this idea within me that I had to sacrifice an aspect of myself that brought me joy, which just ironically happens to be also joy, in order to have love, attention, in order to have my needs met, in order to um, just be in the human experience within the company of other beings. And it ended up creating sacrifice of many relationships as I continued to mature in this form and not intentionally it was just my own internal imbalance and not giving from a place of my authentic joy that created the collapse and end and so martyrdom always ends in death in this case, a death of an old identity that believed I had to sacrifice an aspect of my joy or my core values in order to be accepted and received. And that is ultimately what the path of shadow work is, the 
whole point of looking at these experiences and stories that come up that are very real, whether they are in this timeline or a different timeline, they're very real for you. And there are other beings that involved that are involved as well, often more often than not just looking at these experiences and seeing the gift and seeing and taking responsibility for, Ooh, I actually made that choice against my better judgment, recognizing where we are accountable for self, where we release this chain of anger within another, with another being by holding on to resentment and pain by not forgiving, you know, forgiving self or holding on to that and just letting it go. Karma, laws of nature, life itself is ever working on balance. And so if there's ill will that has been done to you and yes, there is some vile evil that has happened in this world. Forgiveness is more importantly for self. And if you so choose for another, it is not something that you have to do. And that's a guilt. You know, guilt is another shadow of having to do something out of some one else's perspective of what obedience looks like and so forth. So coming back to that, martyrdom is about self-sacrifice, sacrificing self, looking at that shadow of self-sacrifice, tracing that through this lifetime, through past lifetimes, has helped me realize and come back to that state of empowerment where I can now share with you my path of shadow work and how I have come through that in different podcasts not in this one so my third shadow that I wish to share with you is um, how do I so it's not a word it's more of a fear of expression and um, the sh as I'm speaking right now I'm recognizing that this is an aspect the fear of sharing my books and my writings and if you have been following my work for a while i recently published my first book i've had some courses released in the past year so it's taken a lot of internal work to be able to share these teachings with you and share these practices with you and share my personal stories and my books with you because it's not my first time writing them or even my second, it's my third attempt. My first set of writings, all of them were um, set on fire when I was in my mid-teens. My second set of writings that I then immediately rewrote everything down because it was fresh in my mind uh, disappeared <laughs> three years later, three years after the burning incident, all of my journals and all of my writings disappeared and no idea what happened to them. It's been a decade and a half at least since that happened. And so when my path reawakened me to my gift of writing and sharing and, um, teaching, I, had to really face this fear of my work being burnt or being stolen disappeared like and 
I'm so blessed to be able to share my words with you because I have also many wounds in past lives. So these are my three personal examples that felt called to be shared that I wanted and chose to share with you today to give you a little more insight into my I am presence and how I have empowered certain shadow elements in my life to come to this point where I share with you what the shadow is, how to work through it, and some examples of how the shadow might show up in your life, as well as some personal examples. The final point to note here is about the shadow guide reading that now follows. I am reading the energies for a collective zodiac sign within the present collective energy. Yet whenever you discover this reading is exactly when it is meant for you. Now this is a collective reading which means that some or all of the messages may resonate with you. The clarity and empowerment practices shared here are meant to be an introduction to a shadow aspect within your consciousness, yet more than likely it is not the complete picture. So if you would like to dive deeper into your shadow work and receive a personalized reading on the shadow guide that is most relevant to you in the current now, please explore my shadow guide reading offering on my website and the links for that are in the podcast description box. Okay, without further ado, let's get into the energies for... Taurus! The decks used for the Shadow Guide Weekly News is the Witch's Tarot, the Spirit's Song Tarot, and Archetypes. To see a picture of the cards and a summarized text recap of today's reading, I invite you to follow me on Instagram at magicunlocked.dm That's M-A-G-I-C-K U-N-L-O-C-K-E-D dot D-M. Also, if my message resonates with you and you appreciate my I am presence, I invite you to follow and even subscribe to my channel as well as share it with others you feel would benefit from these quantum insights. Your support is deeply received and also greatly helps my content reach more beings. So thank you again in advance. Now Taurus, the shadow guide for you is represented by Samaritan from the archetypes. Now the Samaritan, the light attribute is about refining your capacity to help those that you would prefer to ignore. Now, the Samaritan is closely related to the martyr, except that 
the difference is the martyr sacrifices self in service to others, whereas the Samaritan chooses who to make sacrifices for. Um, so basically what this would mean is a martyr doesn't really choose who the sacrifice is for. Like they just sacrifice self for whoever they perceive or whatever cause they perceive. And a Samaritan practices favoritism. So the light attribute is about not doing that. So that's what the shadow is. The shadow is favoritism. The shadow is choosing to help because you're getting appreciation or recognition for what you are offering. Um, it implies that you are better than in a sense. So there, the light attribute is that you are extremely caring and giving. And for you, Taurus, how this is showing up for you is represented in tarot by the queen of pentacles and clarified by the seven of feathers or the seven of wands. So it's really showing up for you in terms of your energy and time and also your possessions, the, anything that is tangible for you. Your shadow shows up for you in an imbalance with how much you give and receive in the material world because there's this perception that someone else could be more resourceful or can get the resources that they need from somewhere else rather than realizing that you as the queen of pentacles, the queen is the energy of having um, wealth and not just in the physical. While it does talk about wealth in the physical, wealth is not just something that's physical. It's not just cash. Wealth is also love. Wealth is attention. Wealth is loyalty. Wealth is food. Wealth is creativity. Wealth is anything that brings joy and uh, prosperity to yourself and to the greater whole. And so there are many different kinds of wealth that contribute to that larger pot. And so with the Samaritan here and the Queen of Pentacles, it shows that you're extremely giving, but only to people that you feel are worthy of your affection and your time and your energy. And what that has created for you is this distorted reality that you're always on the defense protecting yourself because the seven of wands is an energy of defensiveness it's like it creates this mindset that there's someone's out to get you someone's out to take from you someone's out to use you because you have so much wealth to offer yet recognize that this mindset has been created from you being and playing favorites now how to empower this shadow is represented by the two of pentacles see the pentacles shows up again balancing how you give and receive in the physical from that heart space and that's clarified by the six of wands so we go from the seven of wands to the six of wands why because there needs to be a stepping backwards from defensiveness in order to release and transcend this 
distortion. And what that brings to you is the Ace of Swords. And that is clarified by the Empress. Now the Empress is an equivalent energy of the Queen of Pentacles. And the Empress is, you know, all the elements are, are pentacles, swords, cups, and wands, or earth, air, fire, and water. So the Empress is a more embodied version of the Queen of Pentacles. While the Queen of Pentacles is solely about the physical body and the physical possessions and the physical tangible things, the Empress is that energy of uh, nourishment, right? It's the mother energy. It's the giving energy. It's the sensual energy. It's abundant and beautiful and fertile. I mean, who doesn't want to be around that energy that just loves and gives? And that is the clarity of the Ace of Swords. So you're realizing that you don't need to hold on to your possession so tightly and that everyone is deserving of love and attention. Now, that is not to say that you're going to allow somebody to cross your boundaries. That's not what this is saying at all. Absolutely have healthy boundaries. Ace of Athenes, Ace of Swords is about your healthy boundaries. So yes, you still get to pick and choose who you are going to share your wealth with, yet you are doing so from a place of benevolence rather than favoritism. You're doing it from a place of wanting to give because you are so fertile. You're that empress. You're so abundant. You're so rich and full of life, right? You are the Taurian energy. You're an earth sign. So you're automatically just connected with the earth, with life. You have so much willpower within you. You know, the Taurian is known as the stubborn, you know, bull, Taurus minded. Yet, what that fails to recognize is how resilient you are, how loyal you are, how devoted you are. And you absolutely get to practice healthy boundaries with anyone, right? But to give someone your love and attention and, you, you know, share your wealth with them because you get something in return or because they fit your um, social bubble, so to speak, is what feeds that shadow and that then creates that defensive within that defensiveness within you. And so the final card that comes out for your reading is the Ace of Feathers. Again, the Ace of Wands, that beginning point of clarity of, oh, I am the one who has created this reality for me where I think that everybody's out to get me when in fact I'm just like the sun. I'm just shining so brightly. I'm just this giving person who wants to just help everyone and wants everyone to be happy and wants everyone to you know, have this beautiful life, yet I've also had judgment and reserved what I share because I don't believe that they're worthy or I believe that they can get it from somewhere else or whatever belief system you might have that isn't allowing you to be the Samaritan. Now, Samaritan is not about self-sacrifice, okay? None of these archetypes are about self-sacrifice. It is about recognizing where you are crossing your boundaries into self-sacrifice because we are shifting 
now as a collective into service over servitude, which means taking care of your personal needs, which you already have because you are the Samaritan. The Samaritan is someone who is wealthy, who has extra to give. And so ultimately, this is where you are finding yourself in greater balance. You are learning how to temper that stubborn resilience within you to not be distorted in where your loyalties lie lie and allow yourself to grow and expand beyond the confines of your own mind so that your wealth can actually be shared at the heart of your reading is the two of pentacles it's about choices and juggling you always get to choose how your energy flows in and flows out you absolutely get to choose when to say yes and when to say no you absolutely get to decide who and what you share your wealth with this green here is to invite you into deeper awareness of whether you are giving from that place of unconditional love and service from an overflowing cup or if you are making choices to make you feel more validated for who you are as a being in the human experience. Thank you again for joining me. I am Drasmin, and it has been my absolute pleasure to channel these messages for you. As a friendly reminder, if you have not done so already, I invite you to follow and even subscribe to my channel as well as share it with others you feel would benefit from these quantum insights. Until next time, blessed be. Whoosh! <whistles>